Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's just the usual games, movies, TV, something from the week, and uh, I'm sure I'll be moaning about something, probably. If you're checking us out on YouTube, big thank you. If you're listening to us on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes, also a big thank you. If you are checking us out, then do subscribe, like, share, comment, and uh, yeah, it really helps us, and uh, yeah, that's good, it's good, it's good. You can jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, and uh, drop us a line, email, or just tag us on social media. Whatever works for you, works for us. So here we go, this is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. That's the way to start. Old man noises. Um, I am in pain. We will get to that shortly. (sighs) Yeah, it's one of those kind of days. But something that will make it ever so slightly better. You see... All of these non-alcoholic beers do, in fact, get it right. That one... It's supposed to be grapefruit, which I know is a bit of a kick in the old... Uh, I don't know, wherever, wherever you want kicking with your beer. But I think it's just like, like punching you in the mouth and not really caring whether the result's right. Don't know. Obviously, I'll be enjoying that over the next 40 or so minutes. <laughs> Who am I kidding? 20 minutes. Um, how you doing? How's your week? Good. Good. Um, I went back to work today. Having had another, another week off. <coughs> um... Funny old week. I, I have a feeling that I'd seem to say that. I don't know, more often than not. I don't know. Oh, ache of the odds. Um, yeah, funny old week. Um, took the girls, all of the girls out from various trips out. Had varying different results. Uh, one of those trips went to uh, Tropical World over in Leeds. Um, Tropical World is a place I've been going to for years, on and off, um, which probably says a lot. Uh, largely, uh, a lot of that is to do with um, it's very reasonably priced, uh, fairly easy to get to, admittedly. A lot of the times that I was going to Tropical World, I wasn't responsible in any way, shape or form for getting there. Uh, this is, in fact, 
the only time that I've had to be in charge of getting there. Um, which we did quite nicely, quite easily. Something I find interesting is that the, the car park at Round Hay Park um, is is free from all, all that I could tell. Uh, and obviously that has its own uh, issues. Um, but you know, free is free. Got parked easily, comfortably, job done. Uh, so that was that. Went over. Um, it's that thing. It's reached that point now where if you if you're out and you're wearing a mask, uh, you are very much in the minority. I'm afraid uh, in certain situations. Um, admittedly, in the queue, uh, we were outside, so I didn't enforce any masks on anyone. Um, but I did enforce the social distancing. Uh, the the outside queuing area was very clearly marked for social distancing and we stuck to it the best we could um, <clears throat> so yeah we went in uh, it took a long time to get in um, I, I I have this thing that in in this in this strange new world that we live in the whole sort of the whole way of doing things is either done really well or could be done 10 times better uh, and unfortunately tropical world did fall into the could have easily been done better uh, purely by putting a second person on to get people in or doing a if you pre-booked tickets go down one way if you're buying tickets go down another way simple obviously because of this you've got a bit of a bottleneck at the start uh, and then you know this is kind of where your social distancing goes out the window uh, which is a difficulty I've found when you've now got that situation where the majority of people or a lot of I'm not saying the majority a lot of the people indoors are not wearing masks um, does make me a little twitchy um, but you know so we went obviously you, you start with uh, butterflies and fish and plants it's very warm you know tropical world um, and then you go and there's more fish and insects and snakes Lizards, iguanas, stuff like that. Um, the upside is it's it's a very enjoyable place to go. There's a lot of cool things to say, a lot of creatures and animals and and birds and things. Uh, the youngest spotted a, a parrot type bird in the tree that nobody else had seen. Um, she was a little scared of it, uh, but. Uh, yeah, she just she was just like, Ugh. um, a downside was I don't know if this if this is virus related or if this is that they've taken an opportunity to do a, any kind of work or anything I don't know, but quite a lot of it was closed or apparently under maintenance, 
Um, the biggest one for me was the uh, the bat enclosure. No bats. Um, but let's face it, if you go into a tropical world, you want to see the meerkats. So uh, we did indeed get to see the meerkats. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, that's the, that's the, the highlight of the visit. Um, but we were out of there in the time it took to get in there. So we queued for 40 minutes and it took us 40 minutes to get through the place. Um, obviously, you know, it's difficult at this time, um, but on the flip side, <clears throat> we traveled, we paid, that sort of deal. Um, went back, you know, walked back, oh, and we had some lunch, enjoyed some lunch outside, walked back, uh, jumped in the car and drove home. Uh, there'd been insane levels of traffic uh, on the other side and having had uh, having had some of the girls in the car being in a traffic jam I was very concerned about it I was limiting everybody's drinks uh, before getting in the car and stuff and uh, nothing just flew back um, so you know little little bit okay a little bit eh. but it was a day out Um, we had a paddling pool day, um, very much one of those situations where I was like, should have, it's just one of those, you, you know, you always think I should have planned this better after the fact. Um, but yeah, I was still blowing up the paddling pool at 11 o'clock or something. And then, you know, you're getting the water in and you're getting the hot water in and you're getting more water in and hot water in and all this. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a scorching hot day. It was okay temperature-wise. So by the time you've got the paddling pool filled and the hot water and all this and the other, everybody's cold and they want to come inside. Them's the breaks, unfortunately. Um... What was that the day we took the cats to the vets? Uh, possibly, because then there was more time in the paddling pool in the afternoon, but the exact same situation. By the time you've got everybody changed and in the pool and all of that, everybody's ready to get out. Um, I remember, you know, as a child, living in a paddling pool at one point, just being like, you're never getting me out of here. It was... 85% grass. We even set up a little foot wash with a smaller paddling pool um, to avoid, try and avoid the grass situation, uh, which I think worked quite well. Um, the youngest was having a whale of a time. Um, we had a trip to the mini golf place. Um, well, I, I think it's, it's that thing. I think we like it there. They've got the arcades. They've got the mini golf. Um, but we have been a couple of times, two or three times, um, quite close together. 
Um, so I'm, I'm thinking we might give it a rest, go in there for a little while maybe. Um, but we went, we had a couple of games, um, discovered that my middle daughter, um, I got her all, you know, set up, like hold the club like this, you're holding, you're holding it like, um, I, I can't, I, you know, one, one hand's going down, one hand's going up, uh, which didn't make for, for ease of swing. Um, so I got her hands lined up, got her squared up against the ball, and uh, it turns out, actually quite good at golf. Um, so immediately my mind goes to, maybe she's like, you know, a golf protégé, do I need to buy some clubs? What about some lessons? How do we, you know, how do we, you know, capitalise on this? Um, so we did the golf, we had, we had two games of golf. Um... It was good. Played some arcade games, won some tickets, converted those tickets into toys and the like. Um, and that was that. So we had, you know, we had the, we had this we had this week we had this time. Um, very very much an up and down sort of thing most of it was good yeah the the second week is always that bit easier um in a lot of ways because we're a bit more in the swing of things um you kind of know what to expect um all of that sort of stuff um but i've recently realized so going back a couple of years um, I would always spend the last, the last day, the morning of the last day, would always go like this. Everybody gets up. Leanne takes all of the girls downstairs. I have like five, sometimes ten minutes, sat on the edge of the bed, just crying. Um, and then it's very much a, you know, pull yourself together situation, get stuck in. Uh, to try and make the most of the last day and that that was kind of that and then I you know I would spend the evening upset moping whatever probably take me a day or so to come round come out of it and that would be that um, but recently this year summer holidays this year what I've ended up with is just this like just just really angry <laughs> just that and it take right where previously I would have had like 5, 10 maybe 15 minutes of you know proper just sadness that's been converted into like well, I think like Friday there was like an hour and a half where I was just like fuck you and fuck this and fuck off and fuck everything and everything go fuck itself and just like insane levels of anger at the situation at the whole thing and I you know I think that that ties in a lot to how I've been feeling recently and how I've been you know I was going to say dealing with things but you know more like struggling with things 
And then I reach a point where I'm like, this is not, this is not the answer. This is not the right way to, to do it. This is not the right way to go about it. This is not how we enjoy the last day. And you know, we, we, it was it was it was golf. We went and we went and played golf, and um, we were kind of kind of running late. And this is an example of how just 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 life, I guess. There are two ways you can go. I would always go one of the ways. I always go one way and this time I had the forethought to think hang on a minute the weather's okay today and that way is the same way to go to Scarborough and the coast we are going to get stuck in traffic of all the people that are trying to get down that one road so I've, I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to go the other way the other way you know be a lot easier to just you know, duck and weave through the other way and get there with plenty of time. So what happened? Any guesses? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Yeah, of course we got stuck in traffic. <clears throat> couldn't write you couldn't write it better. So because of the the way I am with being like my my attempts to be as punctual as possible be early where possible then you don't have to worry so on and so forth the closer we get to the time we're supposed to be there the more i'm like and i'm already in in this mood and i'm like fucking fucking fuck 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 all of this is in my head you know out, outwardly i'm just sitting in traffic um we pull into the car park and i'm literally like we have got one minute to get over the road, up the stairs, and you know, check in essentially. Obviously, you know, once we got there, there was a queue, and by the time we got through the queue, they were just like, "Yeah, whatever. Here's some clubs and some balls. Get get cracking." But it took me to get through that that first hole, that first, you know, getting getting my middle daughter into a position where she could actually, you know, hit the ball. And then it was that, oh, oh you're, you're, you're actually quite good at this. You know, we've played before, but it turns out she's got some, uh, some kind of golf ability from somewhere. Um, there was a few holes where she was like, I had, I had two on that hole. I, I had four. And I've played, you know, golf before, so... So it was, you know, and I, I used that to bring myself out of the mood I was in, to bring myself out, you know, uh, the attempt to enjoy the time. Um, but it has been one of those things recently where I'm like, you know, where is where is this, you know, where is this anger coming from? But I think that's kind of that's kind of obvious where the anger's coming from um you know previously i would have just sat and cried um but there there you go
Um, so I hurt my back. Oh, it's a bad one. Ho, ho, ho. And what's nice is I hurt it in exactly the same way I hurt it last time. Point being there, you'd think I would have learnt, but no. I'm at the end of a workout. I had two sets left. And all I can think is, I've got to get through these last two sets, and then I don't have to do anything. There's no running, there's no working out, there's no nothing for... It was like 36 hours, more even. So I'm like, yes, let's get this done. The last two reps of the second to last set, I feel a twinge in my back. My mind immediately goes to, oh, it's like that time that I hurt my back. In exactly the same way. I was doing a very similar exercise. I was in the gym. I had two sets left. I, I had a twinge on the second to last one. And I completed the final set and absolutely destroyed my back. Was in agony. Um, so that was the first place my mind went to. And then the stubborn part of me, the stubborn part of my brain kicked in and said, Come on, knock this last knock this last set out and we can be done. And that's what I did. And the twinge that I imagine would have stayed just a little twinge, a bit of a niggle maybe, a bit of like a ooh, ooh that's, that's touch sore, went from being a twinge to what is this pain? Why do my arms and my legs hurt? Why am I struggling to breathe? Why does my stomach hurt? Why do I feel like I need the toilet? Oh yeah, and uh, oh that's right, why can't I move? Like right now, my left foot hurts. And I know that it's from this back pain. So it was that bad, I had to break my no painkiller rule. Um, I think I've had... Well, like four sets of painkillers in the last couple of days. Um, just paracetamol. That, as far as I can tell, largely did almost nothing. Um, and I'm just like, why? Why couldn't you just let that last set go? But then there's a part of me that knows that that would never happen. Admittedly, in future, probably will happen. Here's the thing, though. I would be more annoyed if I wasn't, if I hadn't been wearing a weight belt, because I've been, I've been religious about wearing that belt for any possible thing that could do any kind of back damage since the last time I ended it. Um, but yeah, just, it's very painful. 
it stops me from sleeping you know stuff like that so that's Saturday now Saturday is the last workout of the week Sunday is a complete rest day woo hoo today's Monday Monday is first run of the week first workout of the week today was supposed to be the first workout of a new phase I say supposed to be because obviously I was in no fit state to run and certainly no fit state to work out uh, my uh, my my personal trainer also known as my brother-in-law has told me that I need to take a week off so no running and no working out for a week and I was like nah I'm good I'll, I'll, I'll just get through this you know a couple of days I'll be fine the thought of not running and not working out for a week I was climbing the walls in my head and it's weird to think how reliant on those things I've become. There's a time in, a time in my life where I would have never imagined something like that. Maybe not so much the, the working out. I could probably have always seen myself being like, yeah, yeah, I, you know. Obviously, in, in my later years, the, the, the gym or working out has become a lot more important to me. But I've been working out on and off since I was... 14, 15, um, all the way through to now. It's the running. The running's the one where I'm like, Ugh, no running, that's going to be a tough one. And then I'm like, who, who, who are you? It's a very strange concept for me. Um, but yes, I will admit I am not coping overly well i've already switched to trying to convince myself that it's not actually that bad uh, i'm already in the i think in the morning i'll get up and go for a walk because um, i've still been able to walk the dog um, so I'll, be like, I'll get up and go for a walk i should still be getting out there and maybe i can just do some like i could do some like sat down um like curls, you know, real upper body stuff, nowhere near the back area. I could do that. That, that you know, that'd be good. <clears throat> it's just, it's just weird. It's a weird concept for me. Um, I've been playing. I've been playing a few uh, mobile games re recently. <clears throat> I'm playing one religiously for a long time like a marvel game you, you collect marvel characters you make them fight other teams i guess <clears throat> i think it's called strike marvel strike force or something um pretty religiously play that basically every day um outside of that i don't i, I don't bother with anything i had a game recently that i was playing that i was quite kind of into um 
it was very much a, you went on it, you did a few things and then you just kind of had to leave it for the rest of the day and go back like later in the day or the next day or something. Um, but I reached a point where I was like, oh, you, you've, you've completed this area. Go to the next area. It's like, okay. Like, oh, you need uh, you need 10 stars to go to the next area and you've only got nine. So like, yeah, here we go. Now you're going to try and sell me something. Nope. That's... That, as far as I can see, that is the end of that game. It's very strange. But more recently, I've been like, you know, having a bit of a mooch around trying to find other games. I got this one that was like, you have to match numbers. Uh, it was okay. Um, but we'll we'll get to. Um, I've gone back to a game that I used to play years ago, uh, Cody Cross. It's kind of like a like a crosswordy type game, but not. Uh, I think it's very popular, so I might be explaining it, and people will be like, "We we know." Um, I got one today. I got a game today, and I'm like, "Oh dear, this this is this is." a little addictive this one um so yeah i might have to watch <clears throat> watch myself on that one uh very much a, a a brain teaser kind of situation um but i've had this realization and the realization is this and the, this is going to be very much a situation where people are going to be like well, duh. But mobile games are just just devices for adverts. It's like, hey, you, you pressed a button. Here, watch an advert. Oh, do you want something for free? Here, watch an advert. You, you turn the game on. Have an advert. It's like one of the games I was playing. It was like, oh, do you want some stuff for free? It's like... Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, watch this advert then. Right, fine. If you're going to give me something for free, I'll watch the advert. Obviously, I'm not watching it. Okay, here's some stuff for free. It's like, okay. Go to the point where I was so sick and tired of the adverts. When it was like, hey, do you want something for free? I was like, no. No, I don't. It's like, okay, that's fair enough. Here, watch an advert. It's... And, I, and I've been shown a method where you can stop adverts on these games. Um, it's just if you put your um, put your phone in airplane mode, then it can't get the get the adverts. It's like cool, I'll do that. But then there are the games that find a way round it. So when you do it, they're like, "Oh, we need a connection to get the information to be able for the game to work." What they mean is. We need to be able to show you adverts. So, uh, yeah. We're either showing you adverts or you ain't playing. It's... So th there's that. And um, I've been trying to ramp up the amount of podcast listening I've been doing. So what's been good is I've been able to listen to podcasts while I've been running, podcasts while I've been working out. Um, and even 
uh, get a podcast on in the background while I'm working. Um, it's really helped because I'm just cranking out work at the moment. Um, and the silence gets to me. It, it makes me go a bit weird. So I need something. I don't need a distraction. I need just a little bit of, little bit of noise. So a podcast does, does the job. So I've been listening to, at the moment, I've been listening to a lot of Two Bears, One Cave. Jesus. That is also... Podcasts are really bad for it. Um, because they are quote-unquote free. And because they are quote-unquote free, you have to pay for them. And what I mean by that is, you have to get bombarded with adverts. That's how it keeps you know, that's how it keeps them free. Yeah, that's how it keeps them free. So speaking of two bears, listening to two bears, a lot of two bears. Um it really is my favourite. Uh, my favourite used to be Hollywood Babylon. Um but due to uh, the virus, Hollywood Babylon changed to caped commentaries, and I did. I I battled through uh, through those, and it was really tough going. Hollywood Babylon used to be great. Um, uh, used to be is the operative word, and I I do hope it one day gets back to its uh, former glory. Uh, but Two Bears, One Cave is is uh, Cookie's number one podcast. I don't have this thing. I don't know whether I don't know whether you'd call it like an ecstasy. Uh, oh wait, no, that's a word I can't say. Existential? No, maybe that's it. Crisis um, of of the podcast nature. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also make a lot of podcasts with uh, <coughs> myself and my collection, um, my my crew, my podcasting crew. Um, we we make a lot of content. Uh, there was a point in time where there was a uh, a podcast service that would tell you um, how often the podcasting question releases. Uh, if you looked up CookieCast, the uh, the time frame of release said, uh, on average, releases a podcast daily. Um, we've come through an, uh, a, a sort of off-season. Um, so no NFL, no football. Uh, wrestling's once every six weeks. So basically, you've got the darkest timeline once a week. Wrestling once every six weeks, a beer podcast once a month, and that's kind of it. Um, saying that, there are there's there's this today, and then there's three other podcasts to do this week, and in another two weeks' time, we'll we'll be adding back in the NFL podcast. So, as the uh, as the summer 
you know, starts to take its leave. The podcasts ramp up. Um, but I think a lot recently it was like the idea behind starting a podcast uh, and the podcast that I wanted to do for a long time. I've sort of had this this burning desire to do a particular type of podcast. Um, and this podcast, you know, the darkest timeline, scratches a, a percentage of my podcasting itch. Um, but I've always had this this urge to do a particular type of podcast, um, and I always thought that me myself and another person who shall, for this, uh, for the for the sake of this, remain nameless. I always thought that me and, and, and that person were going to basically go about doing that podcast. Um, and that never, never came to fruition because <sighs> how do I, how do I work? I'm too much of a pussy to actually say what I want to say and, and, and that side of things and the other person who shall remain nameless um, sits in the in the camp of not wanting to reveal a load of personal information out there into the world at large uh, which you know you have to you have to respect but more and more recently i keep coming back to this 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 idea this podcast idea that i've had for a long time and this burning desire that i have now to get this podcast out into the world um and i don't know how to go about doing it so as is not the first time this has happened. I'm at a bit of a podcast crossroads. I don't know where to go from here. The darkest timeline will continue whilst ever I've got enough stuff to put on. I was going to say on paper, but I just write it on my phone. Um, the football podcast will continue whilst ever Paul wants to do it. The, the wrestling podcast will continue whilst ever Stu wants to do it. The beer podcast will continue whilst ever Matt wants to do it. The NFL podcast, in theory, will continue whilst ever myself, Paul, and anybody else who wants to guest on the podcast wants to do it. But... There is there is that podcast lurking in the darkness, and it would be very much a a, a podcast after dark kind of podcast. And then ultimately, all it is is like a podcast talking about like wild times of days gone by, you know, drink, drugs, and partying, and and all of that sort of stuff. And I think that there's there's a part of me that wants to do that because I this I think it's maybe like some kind of midlife crisis. Maybe there's a part of me that's like 
all of that stuff has, you know, has gone, has disappeared. It's not like we're out partying, you know, week in, week out now. It's all, I don't know, changing nappies and reading stories and watching Disney movies and and that, walking the dog and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And that's all fine, you know, that's all okay. I, I, I love those things. But it's like there's that that part of me, that side of me, that time that's going to die if I don't do something about it, if I don't create some kind of legacy for it. Um, so, yeah. At a bit of a crossroads. So, got some films this week, got some TV, um, and a game, which I'm not really going to talk about. So, uh, one, of the, one of the trips out that I took with the girls was we went to the cinema. Um, to my knowledge... For two of my daughters, this was their first trip to the cinema. Now then, that statement is not true. Both of them have been to the cinema. However, uh, the youngest used to go to the cinema on a weekly basis. Um, Leanne used to go to the cinema, to a baby club thing, where you take your baby, you go to the, you go to the cinema. Job done. The youngest has been a few times. The middle daughter has been to the cinema. Um, however, the time that she went, she spent three quarters of the movie laid on my chest in a sling, asleep. Um, because she was a baby. So... They've been to the cinema, but not to go and sit and watch a movie. So, at the moment, you can go to View, and you can watch, uh, I think it's any movie, any day, any time, for £5. Um, the other thing is that the View that we've got has been um, refurbished and... Um, kitted out it's got all the uh, leather recliners that uh, recline at a touch of a button so that's fun um, so the, the 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 first week of the summer holidays um, I made sure that we all sat down and watched The Crudes a film that's very dear to my heart because me and my eldest used to watch it a little bit when uh when she was little and it's just something that I felt that it was um, it was like a film for me and her because the the the, main, the two main characters are the dad and the daughter um, there are other there's an entire family but those were the two main characters oh and, and Ryan Reynolds obviously um, <clears throat> So I made sure we watched the first Crudes, which everybody loved. 
because I knew secretly that if everybody enjoyed The Croods, we could go to the cinema to watch The Croods 2. So that was that. So it was a big deal um, because for two of them, it was their first proper trip to the cinema. And we spent days preparing them. So it was, if you were to go to the cinema, you would sit still, sit quiet, no talking, and watch the film. If need be, you can come sit on daddy's knee. But the main things are, sit still, be quiet, no talking. And like two or three times throughout the week, it's like, oh, if, if there was a point where you went to the cinema, these are things you do. So, got geared up, made uh, made individual bags of popcorn for people. I ain't paying cinema prices for popcorn. Ah, uh -uh, no way. No way, no how. I honestly do not understand how they expect people to pay those prices. Those prices are insanity just astronomical prices I, I think it's like four five pounds or something for a bag of sweets that you can get from the supermarket for a pound so I just did some like little bags of popcorn uh, and off we went to the cinema so it was a very special time um and I'd said to them, oh, you'll know when the film's going to start because the lights will go down and it'll be dark. But it won't be fully dark. There will be light. Uh, it'll just be darker. Uh, boy, was I wrong. It was dark. It was really dark in there. It was really dark. Um... So I was like, right, we need to sit in the right place. Uh, we had all four seats. We only needed three, but hey ho. So I got the middle daughter sat on one side. The idea was that the youngest would sit the other side and the eldest would sit the other side of her. Because the concern is obviously my eldest can sit through a movie. She's been to the cinema a few times. Needs less is the short version. The other two. They don't know how it works, so they need they need assistance. Um, so the youngest cried when I tried to put her in the seat, and I'm pressing the buttons, going, "Look, you know, it goes back and all this." And all this. Absolutely no. It was just no. So I, okay, you come and sit on my them, which she did, and then that is where she stayed for the entire film. The middle daughter sat in her seat, watched the film. At one point, she was, she turned to me and she was like, Ooh, Daddy, that scared me. Um, but it wasn't like in the middle of a quiet bit. It was perfectly fine. And other than that, didn't say a peep. So it was one of those situations where I was super, super proud of my little family unit. My eldest was like, at one point, she was like, Can I move seats? Because it, what it ended up with was she was just sat out on her own on one seat and the rest of us were all like, you know, in two seats and there was a seat between us. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, you move and sit here. And then I handed out the popcorn sort of halfway through. Uh, it was very much a, um, 
a, a good a good time so we saw the crudes too um it was fine i think anytime there's a sequel to a film that's quite established and what i mean by that is for me it's quite established i know, I know the first one quite well uh, it, it holds a special place in my heart when you try and do a sequel to something like that you're already up against it um but it was it was very enjoyable i really enjoyed it i think and this is nothing taken away from the film i think i enjoyed the experience more because of how proud i was and how i came out of that experience like these kids are freaking great um because i envisaged like you know my youngest running up and down the aisles climbing over seats and stuff i mean she she just sat on my knee and watched the film uh, and you know you, even things like that's the longest she's just sat and watched a film um so it was a great experience all in all film was really good really enjoyable um is it better than the first i can't tell you i think i need to watch it again because i think i was a bit like on high alert rather than sitting and really taking the film in there's some very entertaining aspects um where things like uh using a window as if it's like a tv uh that was very entertaining um yeah it was it was a good film i need to watch it again i imagine we'll end up buying it when it comes out um so that was the crude two and our first trip to the cinema for some people me and my eldest have worked through some films um we watched superman 3 and superman 4 a quest for peace it's real it's a really tricky thing once you've seen superman 1 and once you've seen superman 2 whichever version you watch of superman 2 they really take a downturn you've got the whole superman 3 where everybody was really pissed off about the whole superman 2 situation certain people didn't want to do it certain people aren't really in it uh margot kidder's in i read a thing that says that she's in 12 minutes in the film not the version i watched she was in two scenes um i know that there was a big deal with the fact that they got richard Pryor. i think from what i remember they got him at like the height of his career and he's probably the main character in superman 3 uh, and that's saying something because you know it's a superman film um for all that's wrong with superman 3 it does actually have one of my favorite things from a superman film which is uh the the fight between superman and clark kent uh, I always, I've always enjoyed it. I always thought it was done really well. I thought it was a really interesting way to do something. It was just, it's just 
a very enjoyable experience for me personally. Um, so we watched it. My eldest, I think she really enjoyed it. Um, and I think that's largely to the fact that it's funny. So I think that added to it for her. Um, unfortunately, that did mean we had to watch Superman 4, which... I mean, it's just awful, isn't it? It's, it's, it's pretty awful. I don't think I actually ended up seeing a lot of it. I think I, I think I had a child, an other child situation to deal with. So I think I missed chunks of it, um, which unfortunately I do feel fortunate that I didn't have to sit through all of it. It's just not good. So we still had a couple of evenings left. Um, we'd worked through the the remaining original Superman films. So we switched over to watching some animated movies. Um, we started watching a Teen Titans animated movie. Uh, what was strange was when I put it in, it started on the end credits. So I, well, this in theory means that somebody's watched this. Um, 20 minutes in, it was revealed that, uh, uh, yeah, my, my eldest had seen it already. So I was like, well, I don't think we should just sit here and watch the rest of this if you've already seen it. You know, we, you've got so much stuff to watch that you haven't seen. Let's find something else. So we ended on Green Lantern First Flight. Basically, it's Hal Jordan's origin story done in animated form um, it's a film I've seen a lot but I haven't seen it for a long time so I was quite happy to sit down and watch that that's a really good film I seem to remember at the time it was quite a big thing because it had quite a hefty voice cast like Michael Madsen does a voice in it um I did I meant to look at it because I don't think I don't think it's like a major Ooh, what are we doing? The Shadows official trailer season three. Yes. Flipping please. Right, green Lantern the animated series. No. Emerald Knights. No. I'm going to search for the whole thing. Lantern. There it is. First flight. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it has got a, a fairly hefty cast. Mmm, yeah. So Christopher Maloney, who was in, what the hell was that program called? The first series was really good and the second series just, it was awful. Um, but he was also in Oz, Victor Gerber, been a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, Michael Madsen. 
Kurtwood Smith. Pretty sure he was in Robocop. Was the bad guy? He was. He was Clarence in Robocop. Larry Drake. Pretty sure he was in Darkman. Yes, he was. Anybody else jumping out here? No, not really. But yeah, really good film. I was really enjoying it. Um, and my eldest enjoyed it. Uh, great voice cast. Just, it reminded me of a time when like DC animated films were just kind of getting off the ground. It's definitely one of the first few that came out. It you could tell there's a lot of time and effort gone into it. Fortunately, you know, uh, they're also exploring the, the CG side of things, which just... I don't really care how it's done. It's never really done very well, which is a shame uh, when you're dealing with animation because it could so easily be animated. Um, but thoroughly enjoyable experience. Um, I binge watched Gotham Garage season three. In fact, do you know something? When I saw this the other day, it's not even called that. I've written that down and I realized that it isn't called that. So it's uh, Car Masters, is it? Popular. Uh, um, Trending because you watched. You can never, you can never find stuff when you want to. Mm. A lovely glass of water. It's not Masters of the Universe, I know that much. Where's the watch it again section? Because you are trending now. Continue watching. Because I've finished it, so I won't be in there. I'm pretty sure it's called Car Masters Rust to Riches. Hmm, still struggling to find it. Anyway, um, like I say, it's series three. Follows the uh, people from, like I said before, Gotham Garage. Um, and it, at the end of the day, yeah, it's right up my street. It's one of these car programs where they take an old car, modify it, turn it into something funky. I've watched the first two series, and the you know these are my kind of my kind of shows. So I watched, uh, I watched it. Um, as is always the way, some good, some bad. Um, re the, the, the reality TV show side of things never really works for me. It's like, uh, you built a car, did you? You know everything about it. But you just so happen to forget or not think about this aspect. And that's why the car's broken. Interesting. I mean, it almost feels like it's been done on purpose because I knew it was going to do that. You know, it's that kind of thing. It's like, oh, 
get rid of that and just get on with it. Then there was this whole thing about this. We're going to build a concept car. It's like, ooh, interesting. We're going to build a concept car from scratch. Okay, I'm liking the sound of this. We've got these designs. Okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do the other. Sounds fantastic. So in my head, I'm like, you're going to build a concept car. So you're going to build like the, the frame, the chassis, all of the parts for like the wheels, the, the discs for the brakes. You're going to build the wheels. You're going to get the tires made. You're then going to move on to like custom made interior, custom made seats, steering wheel, all of that. Then you've got the body. You're going to, you know, you're going to make the body, fabricate the body. So what, in actual fact, the men was they were going to take a Corvette, take the body off it, then design a body that was then just going to be made out of fiberglass, drop the fiberglass body on the Corvette chassis with the Corvette engine, cut the doors, cut the windows, and paint it and i was just like this isn't this isn't making a concept car this is this is like a let's lick and stick some bits on a corvette they didn't change the engine they didn't change any of that sort of stuff the body was fiberglass so it was just it was just molded it was like when i heard we're going to make a concept car i'm like this is building a car from the ground up what they meant was we're going to design a body of a car and stick it on another car <sighs> then the the main guy mark i think he is then starts like, oh, I think we should make a motorbike to go with it. So then they went through this whole thing about getting a motorbike to stick a body on. That's what they did. And what they made this motorbike look like was awful. It was, it was just horrible. Almost every single aspect of it was awful. The only thing that I liked about it was they put a big swing arm on the back and put a giant back wheel and back tyre on it. That was it. Other than that, the rest was awful. Then, he decides <clears throat> these two vehicles together are worth $250,000 minimum. They wanted to do an auction. The programme itself seemed to do pretty well through all of the virus stuff, but then they wanted to go to auction and all the auctions got shut down by the virus. So they couldn't so then they did an online auction with some uh, some key players some heavy heavy hitters who none of them came even close to two hundred fifty thousand dollars and that was the end of that so so there you go like i say they did very well, but you could see that they were being kind of hit 
by the virus in various ways um, and ultimately you know you, you can't do certain things so I kind of understand that side of it but massive anticlimax other than that the rest of it was really good like I said I binged it in like I think I binged it in a day um, whilst attempting to recover from a back injury so that was that I have been dipping in and out of uh, scrubs I think it's series 6 but it is, it is officially a chore now um, so it's very much a I put it on when I've got nothing else to watch um, I have had a film recommended to me which I think I'm going to go and watch after I've finished doing this um, so fingers crossed I'll, have, I'll already have a film for next week finally uh, two things about games one, the only game I've been playing is uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 very little to talk about um, the only thing I will say is uh, a couple of things one, I found that game a lot harder than what I remember it to be I think I spoke last time about how they seem to have put in like if you're driving down the road and you have a head-on collision you die as like a feature of the game and it's annoying as hell so there's that but yeah there's like missions that you just fail left right and center for stuff it's like I don't remember this being a thing um the other thing is I saw that Grand Theft Auto 5 is still in the t so it's still in the top 20 games and if I am honest I think it might actually be the top game uh, I saw this thing about why Cyberpunk 2077 isn't in the top 20 games on the PlayStation Store and I'm almost sure the number one game was Grand Theft Auto 5 um it's something that i needed to play uh, like i've spoken about it being like the the comfort food version of computer games um i'm not gonna lie i i've not enjoyed it as much this time as i have enjoyed it previously i don't know if that's to do with the age of it i found uh, like a, a couple of issues like controls wise a couple of quirks in the game that didn't really stand out as much previously um and i am at a point now where i'm a little bit like oh i kind of just want to get through it and get it finished while simultaneously knowing that there is nothing for me to play and that's the other thing i was going to come on to say um there are no games i know this is not new and it's not news i was talking i was talking about this the other day and i was saying the last new game i bought was well there was resident evil 8 and outriders i can't remember when resident evil 8 came out i think i think that's the more recent of the games but Outriders was the beginning of March. It's... I, I have never 
known a time like this. And there is no end in sight. It's not like we're sitting waiting on a shit ton of games. There's nothing coming in the future. I mean, you know, in the, in the long term, I'm sure there is, but in the near to mid distant future, nothing. I honestly do wonder what the hell's going to happen to the games market. Um, mostly because I wonder what's going to happen to me when, you know, when it comes to stuff like the games market. Will I still be playing games in six months time? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. Something I completely forgot to mention is I lost a filling um, the other night. So I'm going to... I got a right week of it this week. I've got puppy at the vets in the morning, dentist Wednesday, getting stabbed in the arm on Saturday maybe. Yeah, right old week. So yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I mean that's it. Let's not let's not let's not drag it out, shall we? Let's just end it there. I'll catch you people, you lovely people, next week. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one over. If you're watching us on YouTube, big thanks. Do subscribe, though. It's the right thing to do. If you're listening along, that's fine. Big thanks to you as well. Whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts, you can also subscribe, like, share, and comment, because it's a big help. Check us out at thecookiecast.com. Grab a social media link. Tag us. Drop us an email. Whatever you want. It's two-way street. We'll talk to you if you talk to us. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.